Yes, guys, welcome back to On to the Ball. I'm Scott and I'm joined as always for Liverpool podcast by James O.B. O'Brien. It's Liverpool versus Fulham. Uh, O.B., we can go second in the table if we win today. It doesn't even bear thinking about to not win at Anfield, especially against a team like Fulham. Um, but the game's played on the pitch and I'm really looking forward to the game. But we're going to start right um, with the team announcement, which will be up in a minute. I'm going to get it up, but... We said on the last podcast, uh, we're on a title race or on a title charge, maybe. But I think I said that Alisson, Van Dyke, or Salah gets injured and it's going to be curtains. And I think you agreed with me. As luck would have it, Alisson's injured. Who knows how long he's out for? Um, how big a miss is Alisson going to be? And how much faith do you have in Kelleher being able to step up and fill his big shoes or big gloves, should it say? I think it's probably the best of the three to be injured. Um, if, if I had to choose a decent understudy for any of them three players, I think I think the, the one yeah, that would miss the least would be Alisson. I mean, my, my concern is that he does make big saves and he's been immense this season, probably barring the City game where he, he looked a bit off. Um, but Keller, Keller's a good keeper. And I, I think that we've got an, an able understudy there. Um, and we, it should help us. But when it gets to the business end of the season, you need to make sure all them guys are in. So uh, I don't know how long Alisson's out for. How long's how long is it likely to be? It hasn't gone? been said. I mean, Jürgen Klopp, he's been very coy about injuries, hasn't he? I don't think he's yeah. ever said how long Thiago will be out for. And I seen an article the other day that Thiago's actually been out for seven months now. I mean, I've yeah. never known a player, a player as brittle as Thiago. He just has a ladder in his... There you yeah. go. You're back. Yeah, you're back. That's weird. Uh, True yeah. Gunas just joined saying we've just drew Arsenal in the FA Cup third round. Yeah. I didn't that, even know that... the draw was on. Yeah, I think the, the draw was today. I haven't seen anything up yet. But... Where is it, Josh? Is it at Anfield or the carpet, as you boys call it? Uh, let me know. Um, yeah, sorry, Obi. I was just saying, yeah. Um, it's a good point. Allison is probably the, the least of them three, but Keller seems to have suffered a little bit of confidence for me. Um, probably stemmed, I tweeted about it, probably stemmed from that 4-4 with Southampton on the last game of the season. He hasn't looked the yeah. same since then. There was rumours we were going to try and cash in on him. A bit of an ambitious 30 million was the price tag being mentioned, which is probably why he never left. But he just doesn't look as assured as he, as he did when he first made appearances in the last two years, especially in them uh, cup finals. Yeah, and I think I think it, it can knock you a game like that, and um, I imagine they've been working on that really, really hard to make sure he's he's back in the right mental place because he's certainly got the attributes. He's certainly a good goalkeeper. We've seen that enough, so it's a case of just building the confidence of these keepers and making sure that they're, they're, they're in a good place with with the minds as well as the bodies. Definitely right. The team news is out. Let me just share it here. 
share it for you live, hot off the press. So Keller hitting goals as predicted. Trent Arnold, Matip. Uh, I don't think you'll find two bigger Matip fans than me and OB. Van Dyke captain. Simicast still with Robertson out. Soberslay, McAllister, Gravenberch. That's pretty um, predictable, isn't it, OB? I don't think anyone yeah. else could argue that that's not the strongest midfield three at the minute. And then he's gone Salah, Nunes and Diaz up top, which is great for me. I've got all three in my FPL team. But that, that's think, looking strong, OB. There was no yeah, point in us think, doing a predicted lineup, is there? That's what we would have picked. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Exactly that. And I was thinking, when I was thinking, who who do I think he'll pick and who should he pick? That's pretty much the team, isn't it? There's there's not much of a an option. I mean, I, I can, you could maybe argue for Canati over Matip if you weren't me and you. But other than that, I think that's pretty much his strongest available lineup. Um and I think it's it's a good lineup for at home. We can get advanced into advanced positions, particularly Soboslai and uh, Gravenberch supporting the front three. So I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how we go for it, how we approach today's game. Um, I'd say Nunez is probably going to have a, a storming game randomly today. It's the sort of team that he seems to do particularly well against. But as sure as as sure as anything could happen, you know we'll go one goal down and then we'll score a few goals and it, it it's gonna happen again. Just see it happening. <laughs> Don't say that, mate. Uh, I want a nice lazy Sunday afternoon I do with uh, minimal stress and minimal fuss. So a nice three or four nil will do me nice with them front three all bagging for my FPL team. Um yeah. we've got to talk a little bit about Trent Alexander Arnold over because we didn't do anything after the Man City game last week. Um what a strike from Trent Alexander Arnold. I've been listening to talks for all week. Uh, I listened to it on the way to and from work. And all the conversations are fullback, midfield. It's all anyone ever talks about. Um, but I mean, you could talk that to death, but just an appreciation for him as a footballer, first and foremost. And when we needed a goal, a way that Etihad against Man City, step up the man, Trent Alexander Arnold. What a finish. Yeah, and that's exactly it. He's gone from being a player with a precocious talent, a young player with precocious talent to to being one of the stand-up players in the team. And we've seen more of that this season, seen more mature performances. We're not seeing this attack at all costs. But I think he's positionally, he's very clever on the pitch now. Um, I think, uh, I, I mean, it's so strange what stats can do though, because I've read a lot about Doku went past him so many times and everything, but he was sending him into areas where he could hand him over to Matip on a lot of them occasions. There's a couple of occasions where Doku got the better of him, but I would say, on a lot of them occasions, it was part of the game plan. And um, it's just mad what stats can do, because if you look at it on one side, they'd say defensively, he didn't look very good in the stats. However, I thought he was really, really clever in the way he played the guy, because the guy's got a lot of talent. He's clearly their new main man in attacking areas, and I thought we managed him really well. It was funny because on Talksport, I can't remember what pundit it was, but uh, it might have been Danny Murphy, actually. He said that for him, the man of the match was Doku and a couple of other pundits said Doku. And then the official man of the match with Gary Neville was Trent Alexander-Arnold. And he said, how can two players that directly faced each other on the pitch both be man of the match? And I thought that was a good point. Uh, yeah. But Doku, I mean, there was points there where I was looking at Doku thinking, is he better than Salah? And I know that is like, oh, come on, he's, he's nowhere near there yet. But 
on other terms, when you talk about a winger putting fullbacks on toast that are causing problems every five or ten minutes, it's they're worth the weight in gold. Um, and yeah, that docu is is fantastic. Um, but at the same time, when you're talking constantly about Trent Alexander Arnold and his uh, defending prowess or defending abilities, any team that's going to win the league, um, Man City. Arsenal last year, we touched on it, Zinchenko. I mean, how much defending do these fullbacks actually do? It's them constantly putting the pressure on the other teams. So if we've got ambition to win the league, OB, Robertson and Alexander-Arnold defending is not a priority, surely? It's a bit of both, isn't it? So it depends what game you're in. So if you break it down to individual moments, you're way to one of the other big six teams. It becomes a, a priority because you've got to go through stages in the game where you suffer. And what you've got to do is make sure you don't concede. You've got to come up with a plan. And like I said, I thought Alexander Arnold showed Doku into Matip an awful lot. And that really helped us. It showed him into the central defensive areas. And I thought they managed the game really, really well um, between them. But it is interesting because you, you are expected to be in midfield positions a lot of the time, an attacking threat, an extra man when you've got the ball. And that particularly shows through against... Um, the rest of the league away from the sort of the the, the old top six um, where you've got to get the ball and you've got to create the chances. You've got to have the, the extra man in certain areas. And I think that's what's key now for a lot of these fullbacks is, is the understanding when to do it. What I would say is that Trent has become an expert at doing it at the right time this season and being in the right positions. And it seems the communication probably out of him and positionally just looks as if he's in better places. Um, a lot of the time, he's not getting caught up the pitch with the ball as much. Um, he's not getting caught out of position. He seems to be able to tuck himself in a bit more. I think he's playing a bit narrower, which is also helping. So um, defensively, we're seeing something very mature from him, and he's probably spent a lot of time working on that. Yeah, well, Jurgen Klopp will have as well, won't they, um, over the summer as much as they can. Um, and obviously, this evolution of the inverted fullback. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if you... You probably didn't because you were out, weren't you? But I watched a bit of the Wolves-Arsenal game. And to to stress my point about when you're going for the league, you don't need your fullbacks to be defending as much because you're always on the front foot. They were doubling up on Saka yesterday, like no one's business. Every yeah. time Saka got the ball, there was two Wolves players right in front of him. And I thought, that's obviously the left winger doubling up. So it was given the right back, which was Tommy Asu, licensed to maraud forward. Um, and it was it, it was good to watch, but Wolves done really well yesterday. Let's hope Fulham don't do as well as them today. OB, I've just checked Sky Sports. We're away to Arsenal in the FA Cup. <laughs> I mean, if the quadruple was on, I know it's on the proper quadruple because we're in the Europa League, which I'm going to touch on in a minute, but um, away to Arsenal. How's your luck in the third round? That's, that's not... That's not... Being away from home is one of the key factors in the FA Cup. If you're away yeah. from home... The draw can win it for you, can't it? Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, that that's as bad a draw as you could probably get them or City away. Um, and, and we've got it, so we, we just need to face up to it. I imagine that a lot of Arsenal fans won't fancy playing us either. But I'd say they're going to go into it as favourites based on the, the, the home for the game, which, which makes a massive difference. Uh, Rob, uh, Arsenal... Onto the ball, resident has just text the group. <laughs> it doesn't sound like he's too pleased. Chill out, Rob. You'll absolutely slap us at the carpet, um, especially being the FA Cup. We'll rest a few, surely, won't we, Obi? Yeah, well, we'll probably see a team similar to the Europa League team 
Um, it would just be interesting to see with Arsenal. And I think if I'm right, I think once you go through the group stages, Champions League doesn't start up again for a little while. And that'll be the first weekend in January. So they'll probably be able to put out quite a strong team, Arsenal. Um, I, I think imagine it's it February, isn't it? Europe's not back till February. Yeah. So, so we, then... might, we, might, we might see a couple of strong teams, depending on depending on what happens over the Christmas period with injuries, etc. I think we'll see a couple of strong teams, maybe more so from Arsenal than ourselves. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, just to touch on the Europa League, um, I put it in the group chat. I'm quite enjoying these Thursday nights. I can't believe I'm saying it, and especially as Trav's just joined the comments, he'll absolutely slaughter me for this because in the group chat, I say I don't care about Europa League, which I don't. But I've got to admit, I'm quite enjoying these Thursday nights to ease us into the weekend over here. You? Uh, not really, no, because both my boys <laughs> have football training. So I'm finding myself watching the games on the phone. Um, sitting in a car park and, and and sneakily watching a little bit here and there, and it's it's not it's not a good night for me personally. So uh, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather we're back to playing Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's a lot easier for me. Well, let's hope after this season we are back and we never have to play in the Europa League ever again. Um, but yeah, the, the European, we've dodged a line a landmine there, OB, because if you finish top of the group, you go into the last uh, sixteen. Whereas if you finish second, you go in, yeah, basically get an extra two games. Yeah. against the fallouts from the Champions League. I mean, yeah. finishing top of the group was an absolute must and you can probably see why Klopp started Salah in a game like that, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting though with Salah because he literally plays every game. Even when we're mm. resting a lot of players, he seems to be the one that he plays. Now, I don't know whether that's how Klopp believes we get the best out of him and having no rest and just constantly playing and he needs that as a player. But it is interesting that even when he makes loads and loads of changes, the two players he left in, I think, on Thursday was Simakas and Salah, wasn't it? And obviously, like, Kelleher was a forced change, but the rest of it was a rotation of the squad. So, I think um, Van Dijk's the only one I can recall, Obi. I might be wrong, that hasn't played any Europa League. That's strange. We've seen yeah. Soboslai, McAllister, Gravenberg, obviously. Endo yeah. plays every game, bless him. Yeah. Uh, Luis Diaz, Nunes, Salah, Jota. Um, yeah. So yeah, Van Dyke is probably and it's probably the, a no-brainer to not play Van Dyke because obviously he's had his injury issues in the last three years, where Salah yeah. hasn't. He's so robust, isn't he? He is, and he. I mean, we're, we're probably putting some sort of hex on him now, but he doesn't miss. <laughs> he doesn't miss an awful lot of games, does he? He just doesn't, no. and he, he hasn't since he joined us. And he might be the sort of player that lives to play and maybe in training he, he's, he's made that quite clear to them and say look I'll, I'll train I'll put everything in but if it's a game I want to be in it because that's where I feel I can get the best out of me and they've had that conversation and it works ultimately it works so I'm happy with it um, if that's what gets him ticking that's what keeps him going keeps him sharp albeit keep it going you can literally imagine him saying to Klopp I want to play in every game even in like yeah. League Cup FA Cup, Europa League. He's just that type of player who just loves goals, loves playing. Yeah, he does. He, he loves goals. He loves assists as well. So I think he just likes being involved in the creation of goals for Liverpool. And it seems to be an obsession with him. I'm all for that. Happy for that to continue because he's, he's, he does a great job and he's, he really is starting to get to the level that he is. He, and he has become a Liverpool legend. Uh, a word on Diogo Jota. I said in the summer we should be cashing in on him. He's probably our most saleable asset, keeping in mind that he's probably fifth choice out of the front three and the five players we've got um, at our disposal. 
He's probably got a good resale value. He's just always injured, OB. I don't know, is he worse than Thiago for injuries? He's been with us three, I think this is his fourth year now, and he's, he's out for two or three months every single season. Yeah, I think he's certain players are more susceptible to injuries. What I would say about Jotter is he doesn't let us down when he plays. Yeah. And and if we're going to go with five strikers or five forwards, and that seems to be what Klopp needs to do for all these different competitions, we need five of that quality. If he's fifth place and he's still getting enough games to keep him reasonably happy, I think it works for both sides. Um, with regards to selling him, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm quite happy with him being in the, the squad. I'm quite happy with him starting some of the games because he's got that ability and he seems to come off the bench and do really, really well as well. So he's got good energy about him. I'd have him round as long as he's not missing too much time. Um, but at the same time, if he's got a, a resale value of about 60 million, let's say, let's put that kind of price tag on him, sell him and get in a top DM. Yeah, but then... If there's then no what, spare money, I mean, obviously. Yeah, what what what, what happens then if two of your strikers are injured? Yeah, that's always the you risk. You know what I mean? And it's, it's the risk, isn't it? And whereas we've got players who can play in DM, and, and I mean, we've talked a lot about this, we need a number six in. But also, I think it looks like he's going down the route of trying to adapt McAllister's game to, to, to that role at the moment. Um, so who knows what when when McAllister is ever going to show that he's capable of that long-term and we need to go out and get a, a, a proper number six. Definitely. Uh, as you just alluded to, you're in the, the realms of having Oxlade-Chamberlain in your front three for four games. Do you remember them days? Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, he has toyed with the likes of people like Harvey Elliott, in in front three, and I don't really want to be going into games. I don't think Elliot's naturally in one of them front three. I think he plays in behind. Um, he's more of a midfielder. He, he, he's got good energy about him. He's a really effective player when he comes off the bench as well. But I don't want him starting games in the front three. It just uh, just bother me. Absolutely. Um, should we have a quick word on Gravenberg? I love yes. him. I absolutely yeah. love him. I like his I like his uh, approach to the game. Very direct, very clever, really good in the link up. Um, seems. I mean, look... let's talk about him ghosting past Rodri last Saturday. Oh, Ob, mate, mate, he, he went past him like he was nothing, didn't he? And I haven't seen anyone do that to Rodri in a long time. So um, he's 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 really quick when he runs with a ball as well. Mm. It's like his pace with the ball is. It's, it's as much as I've seen off anybody, really. It looks like he almost accelerates with a ball, and it's yeah. it's that's a really good quality to have. Um, good passing range, good technical player. Um, obviously, was rated really highly when he was younger, and it hadn't, didn't quite work out for him at Munich. But I think we've got an absolute steal on our hands. How much do we pay for him? I think it was thirty. It, yeah, that's a, that's an absolute steal in today's market. It really is, and I think if Klopp can get the best out of him. I think we're going to see a real top midfielder on our hands and we're going to really be able to push on with him. Considering if you put that 30 million next to 60 million Mason Mount, OB. Yeah. Awkward. Makes it, <laughs> makes it look even worse. And the thing was, we were in for Mount and Mount, and Mount decided to go to uh, United and I, I bet he's... For a bigger pay packet. Right yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I understand it financially. The, the, the careers are relatively short. Get a chance to earn a load of money. Um, and Mount's chose his route, and um, I'm sure that it's uh, something that he's, he's, he thinks about occasionally right now. Um, Simicass, quick word on Simicass. He's done all right, hasn't he? He yeah, was man solid. man of the match in the last game. What was the one we'd done? A, a quick, 
We've done a match reaction. I said he was man man of match. I think you nodded in agreement. What game yeah. was it? Who did we beat before Man City? I can't remember. Well, anyway, he's doing well, isn't he? We've yeah, not missed he Robertson yeah. as much, have we? No, we haven't. We haven't. And we look like we're uh, we're solid at the back as well. So Simakas is obviously doing a lot of good work because one of the most important things is that defensive line needs to be together and communicate well. Um, and he's doing a really good job. I mean, he, he's got an imperious um, Virgil van Dijk beside him, which probably helps things an awful lot. Um, but yeah, he's really solid. He's in good positions as well. Um, he doesn't go forward as much as Robertson does, but that also gives us a little bit of um, a, a, a more of a strength defensively, I think. I think defensively, I think he's, he's, he's a really, really solid player. He's got good set-piece ability as well, hasn't he? Takes a mean corner. Um, let's hope I've just set that up for him to set up a corner today. Um, let's get straight to the score predictions, OB, before we all go and find an illegal stream. <laughs> well, <laughs> I well, think you've just, already said Fulham are going to score. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, just just on the illegal stream thing, it's absolutely bonkers that all of these games aren't on telly and... and Oh, no. It's the pitfall oh, no. of playing Thursday night, isn't it? Oh, Obviously, every it. T- every time you get to Sunday, you think, right, so we're on it too, and then we'll watch the yeah. half four game. And then yeah. you go on to the app to check, and now every Sunday we're not on TV. Yeah, it's like West, is it West Ham today? West Ham Palace or something like that. On, and, um, so it'll be a double whammy. You get money every time you're on TV, don't you? Yeah, So exactly. we're losing out not being in Champions League. We're getting some sort of money, not as much for being in Europa League. And then we're losing out on revenue because we're not on yeah. TV at the weekend. I think the, I think the argument is that we would have been on at three o'clock on a Saturday otherwise. And that would have been a, a scheduled game for three o'clock on a Saturday. But I, I don't know. I just think that it's it, we've got to the point where they need to put a lot more of these games on for the weekend. Go. Score prediction. 3-1. Um, it's really easy. 3-1. Yeah, nice. go 1-0 down, come back, score score three. Uh, I'd say Nunes with a brace and uh, I'll, I'll go for a goal for Salah. Nunes, Nunes, Nunes. Uh, I'm going to yes. go 3-0. And I'm going to be selfish thinking my FPL team. A goal for Diaz, a goal for Nunes and a goal for Salah. And they'll all assist each other as well. Oh, lovely, lovely. You, you're really looking to cash in today, aren't you? And I've got Salah as captain instead of Haaland. Most people choose Haaland as captain. I've gone Salah. Right. Um, so this is a big call for me. So hopefully Salah will score one, assist one, maybe even two if I'm lucky for and, double points bonus bonanza. And if he scores today, it's his 200th goal for yeah. Liverpool as well. well remembered, so yeah. yeah. So it's a massive milestone for him. Um, I mean, that's incredible, really, isn't it? How long has he been with us? Six years. Yeah, 2017. Into, yeah, summer of 2017, and he's just. Goals, goals, goals. And you think of his, and he is a wide forward, but he's not a central striker. I mean, he's had the odd game where he's flirted there, but it's a handful of that. And just the amount of goals that he scores. And if you think like the amount of times that teams have doubled and tripled up on him and had a plan to stop him, and he still scored so many goals. Like I said earlier in the pod, he's a, he's a Liverpool legend in my mind. And not just that, Obi, the assists. His assists are crazy, crazy numbers he's posting as well, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing he needs to sort out at the moment is his hair, which has gone a bit wild, I think. But um, <laughs> I think he's coming to terms with going bald. So he's yeah. just letting it grow, grow long, just zip it off, Mo. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? He's starting to look a bit like a clown. Um, <laughs> Crusty really, the clown. <laughs> yeah, really, really strange haircut. But honestly, he's just 
absolute living legend and um, deserves everything he gets and hopefully he'll get the 200th goal today. Even more, Obi. Let's hope it's 300 and he stays with us at least another three years because he shows no decline. We resist the Saudi dollar and Mo Salah is happy not to take probably a million pound a week he'd get offered if he went there as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Trab Lul. I don't know what he's uh, saying Lul about. Um, 2-0, Trav. Anyone else? There's three people watching. Get your scores in quick and I'll put it into the uh, description of the video for anyone that's watching back. If anyone else has been watching, don't forget to like and subscribe. It helps us out loads. We're really on a journey. We've just hit 1,500 subscribers, which is ace. Um, so now we're on the road to 2,000. We just keep doing this for fun, for nothing else. Um, so every like, every subscribe helps us. Obi, go and enjoy the game. I hope you find a decent stream somewhere, somehow. Trav, cheers for joining me, as always. I'll, uh, I'll see you in the group chat, especially if Liverpool get beat, of course. Um, but everyone else, enjoy your Sunday. Cheers, Obi. Cheers. Thank you. Oh!